What is going on, everybody? Jonathan here with Andrew Cooper. Welcome into the Quick Out Fantasy Football Show. Coop, it is week 17. It is championship week for many here in fantasy football. You and I are facing off in our Friends League championship this week as well. Uh, no, no hard feelings here, Coop. And I eventually beat you this week. I, dude, my team. There's a reason you reached out, wanted to chop the pot. It's because my <laughs> team is a wagon, dude. Ten and four. Tyree Kill, Rashi Rice, Rashad White. I mean, there's some hot names. And guess what? Might get C.J. Stroud back this week, John. I'm in a league where C.J. Stroud was dropped, and I picked him up. So uh, I, I, I was a little desperate for quarterbacking. I had Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and Sam Howell as my two quarterbacks on that team. Uh, Howell benched today. Trevor Lawrence injured. CJ Stroud floating on the waiver wire because he had the concussion in the last two weeks. Scooped him up here. Uh, love leagues where uh, you know teams out of the playoffs aren't able to make moves uh, because the team I was facing wasn't picking up CJ Stroud. Though maybe they should have strategically put some fab money on there because I had none left. I was able to get him for zero dollars. Uh, so hopefully Stroud plays this week because I, I need him uh, in a different championship there uh, for this week. Uh, it was a pretty good season you know, for me. I had five five of the ten leagues. I made the playoffs. Three of the five I, I made the finals in. So uh, we'll see if we can uh, close the deal uh, and bring home some, some ranks for my Yahoo rankings, Coop. That was, you know, it you need, does you matter. Yahoo rankings. I still, I'm still platinum in fantasy baseball, dude, <laughs> even though I'm semi-retired. I, I'm just, a, I'm a better fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball is, and not to get into fantasy baseball three minutes into the show, but <laughs> it's such a big sample size sport that if you are, if you are kind of a little nerdy about it and, and, and treat it that way, you can, you can get a big advantage. Football is a little more randomness, right? Definitely a little bit more randomness. I mean, the injuries with football have been utterly absurd this year, as they are every single season. Injuries come and go, and uh, and that's why we always say you got to be aggressive uh, when it comes to your waiver and fab bidding early on in the season, uh, because you know sometimes if you're like, oh, I'll wait for the next guy. Well, the next guy might not be there, right? You know, think of the right. number of people that picked up and spent their fab money on Kyron Williams. Uh, early on mm. in the season or tank down early on in the season, right? So I, I was looking at the list. So ESPN, they do a cool thing where they go through all their leagues and they take all the teams in the championship and they put out the most rostered players. Number one was Christian McCaffrey, right? right? But if you look at the top five, 10 guys, there's a lot of guys in there that you either could have got off waivers or you could have got real deep. Kyron Williams is number two on the list. Mm -hmm. uh, Puka Nakua was in the top five. Uh, Sam Laporta was in the top five, right? So you go through. Yeah. I mean, I look around. It's the teams that pay the most attention. It's a combination of a few different things. Obviously, the draft is important. It matters. But so the team with the best draft doesn't always win. So you got to be ready to rock and roll. And you got to be on the wire. And most importantly, what we're here for this week is you have to be paying attention to what's going on so you can set your lineups properly. Today, we got a bunch of important news, yeah. changes of quarterbacks, people that are out for the season. Lot of stuff going on, John. So why don't we get breaking here, right? Uh benched Wilson for the, the Broncos here, right? So right. obviously one of the top storylines there for today. Uh Denver Broncos sitting Wilson because there's some sort of like guaranteed money stipulation yeah. here. I looked into it. So and this is you know what's funny about this, John, is this is kind of deja vu because this same thing happened last year with the Raiders, right? Where they looked at Derek Carr and said, We can release this guy, but if he gets hurt then we can't release him before his contract vests. So the way it works is uh, 
on for this particular one on uh, if uh, Russ is on the team in March, then 25, uh, sorry, $37 million vests for 2025. So they need to essentially release him or make him a post June one designation and release him before that date or invest last year. The Raiders did that with Derek Carr at the same time. And the quarterback that started in Derek Carr's place, Jared Stidham, will be the starter this week uh, for the Broncos. Stidham actually was kind of useful. Uh, he in was. Now, we'll see if Cortland Sutton uh, is going to be there for him or not. Obviously, Sutton uh, got injured against New England. Our Patriots managed to win a football game uh, for better For uh, worse. For, Why is that? In what way is that better? I well, just. I, I agree with you. I, I, I am, you know, I, I am very open about the fact that when it comes to my teams, I either want to be first or last. I don't need to be middling for any sense of a, of a reason there. So uh, if we're now falling out of the Drake May, Caleb Williams range, I'm worried we're falling out of the Marvin Harrison Jr. sweet states here, right? Like, Crazy. don't give me the sixth pick in the first round. That's not going to do me any good, um, you know, missing out some of those top guys here. So uh, obviously with today's show, we are going to break down all the matchups uh, as we go through. We'll hit the top storylines and – uh, we'll answer your questions if you got them here. I know championship week. Some of you leagues, some of you crazy cats out there played a week 18. We'll help you out with your lineups uh, there as well. Uh, Coop, what are the top headlines are we looking at uh, going into 17 here? Yeah, so not only is Russell Wilson benched, but uh, I saw that uh, Sam Howell also benched for yeah. this week. So we're going to have uh, – we're going to see Jacoby Brissett. I don't know. I mean, that to me indicates that this – and then I said it from the beginning, is that unless Sam Howell went out and really balled out, right, these guys, these mid-round draft picks, the Sam Howells of the world, the Davis Mills of the world, Desmond Ritter, like yeah. you get one chance. You get one chance to go and ball out because they're not super committed to you. And if you do, you protect your job. If you don't, then they're going to bring in somebody else. This new regime, a new, not just new regime, not front office regime, an entire mm-hmm. new ownership group. They want to put their stamp on this team. So this to me indicates, hey, you know what? We gave Sam Howell a try. Didn't really pan out. Let's just throw Jacoby in there. Give him a chance. He's probably gone too. They're probably going to draft a quarterback, which is obviously not good for the Patriots because they're right there with Washington. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the teams, someone's probably going to trade up and draft a quarterback. So it's going to be Bears, Washington. And again, there's, you know, say what you will about the other players. There's a lot of good players, but there's two premier names at the top, Caleb Williams and, of course, Drake May. So right. I don't know, man. It's getting dicey up there. Uh, and you got to love it if you're a team like, you know, the Cardinals. If you're not going to draft a quarterback, you can draft Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. Or you can potentially – if there's three teams up there, Kings ransom, move back a little bit, bit maybe still get your guy, right? right. So a lot of that. interesting stuff going on. At the the, uh, the Giants have also benched Tommy Cutlets. Uh, they're going with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Does it make sense for these teams here, Coop, to just be like benching starters in week 17 if they're not competing? I mean, I get the Russell Wilson contract, fine. But like, what does it hurt the commanders to start Sam Howell? They know what Jacoby Brissett is. What does it hurt? the Giants to start Tommy DeVito. They know what Tyrod Taylor is. What what sense does it make to be making these moves here with two weeks left in the year? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's a a lot of different moving parts, and only they can answer that. I'll tell you what, they asked about Sam Howell being benched the other night, and they basically said for preservation, that they didn't didn't want the quarterback to get hurt. So, I mean, hey, you know what? We don't know for sure. Like, I'm speculating. Right, that that the new regime wants a new quarterback, blah blah blah. But maybe they look at it and say, "Hey, you know what? We like Sam Howell. Let's not get him hurt right now." Because if you look around, this is the time of year where if you get hurt with a serious injury, 
you miss a good chunk of next year too. Right. And our last news story is exactly about that. TJ Hawkinson uh, got hurt his knee this week. It turns out it's an ACL and additional ligament tears. That means he's done for the rest of the year, and mm-hmm. that's going to likely carry over into next year. Right. If you tear an ACL, an Achilles, uh, a patella tendon, God forbid, like not only is this year done, but next year too. So if yeah. you're eliminated, then you know so sometimes you just want to look at it and say, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe we do like Sam Howell. Let's protect him, or let's let's at least leave it on the table and not have it ruled out. With a guy like Tommy DeVito, I think what they're they're honestly saying is, you know what? Like he's not the guy, and he doesn't. Sometimes you also want to protect your fan base from you know he goes out has a couple good games now mm-hmm. people are clamoring for him you want the fan base on your side if you bench him and just tell everybody right now hey heads up this isn't the guy then you save yourself from an entire off season of everybody making tommy devito memes and wanting him to be the guy yeah no 100 agree with you there I, I just think you know it's it's curious some of the moves they make you're like why are they uh why are they right. playing that guy right. when their season's washed and you know there's really no reason to play the veteran but uh, if anything, maybe those veterans accidentally win football games. You know, like now they're now they're helping uh, with the draft. Uh, maybe you do it for the veterans too. Like if you're Saquon Barkley and you sit here and say, "Hey, you know what? You go in the coach's office and say, i 'I'm tired of this. I want to see Tyrod.' Maybe if you want to keep Saquon around, you do whatever he wants. You know, we've seen teams fire the entire coaching staff and then let the veterans do what they want. So there's a lot. It, it's uh, with these companies, which is what they are. There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, let's get some of these questions answered, and then we'll get into our breakdowns. And, of course, we'll give out our sleeper picks of the week uh, for the Thursday night football. Uh, Jack pop it in, say the boys are back in town. Uh, Anthony saying Rashad White's the real league winner. Kind of hard to argue with the way right. Rashad White had. I know a lot of people uh, were on the Tucker train during draft season, right? You got to get Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker is going to be the guy that's going to take over. Rashad White never for a second lost, like, a 90% snap share no. uh, hold on his uh, – on his uh, his spot there, uh, Jack saying he made the finals and vendors Grateful Dead League. Nice. Um, Jelly of the month here saying it needs a defense question for us here. Okay. Jacksonville versus Carolina, Jets versus Cleveland, Denver versus the Chargers. Jacksonville, Carolina, Jets, Cleveland, Denver, Chargers. That is a sure an interesting one. I'm actually, if you want to be on my side, Jelly of the Month, I woke up today and decided I was going to start Jacksonville against Carolina against John in our championship matchup there. I, I had the Bengals in there against the Chiefs, so that wasn't happening. So I personally am going with Jacksonville against Carolina. All those options are on the table. The Jets are always a very conservative pick because they just they suck the life out of these games. But, I mean, I think Flacco is still going to be just fine, so I don't know. And then – Denver defense is kind of, you know, they've lost a lot of their luster as of late. Mm-hmm. You know, they released Kareem Jackson. They're they're clearly planning for the future. And now they're going to start a, a backup QB, which could affect the game script there. So right. I think Jax versus Bryce Young is probably the way to go. Yeah, I think that's where I would go as well. Uh, Anthony saying traded a first and a third for Wilson and rookie draft for a third super flex quarterback. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes get, get, mm. get the value, man. Get all those draft picks when you can. Yeah, uh, nice. Sutton knocking Jack out of some pl- um, playoffs. Lucky wants to know if Sutton clears concussion, concussion protocols. He's still viable. I mean, Stidham can throw the football, so I right. mean, I'm not too concerned this about that. Yeah. What do you think? It's, yeah, it's not like they're going with like a rookie. I've watched Stidham last year in the same situation look pretty good. They brought Stidham in for a reason. These guys, Sam Darnold and Stidham, and uh, you know. 
not maybe not Mitch Trubisky, but I mean even right. Mason Rudolph. Like Mason Rudolph looked good, yeah. This isn't a complete unknown, so I actually don't hate it. Uh, ice hype beast here. Uh, championship week for him. Uh, needs a flex. Uh, Flowers, Ridley, Eckler, Jacobs, or Henry. That's a quite a crew for a flex play. Yeah, loaded up, man. I mean, I it's full PPR, which not the best format for Henry, but Henry against the Texans feels pretty good to me. I mean, you. Well, he got it, shut out by them the last time. He had like five yeah. yards on twelve carries. That was oh yeah, that, that was that was this game, which is crazy because yeah. that's not usually what he does. The, I don't know what do, what do you think, John? Well, I mean, Eckler did get a lot of work last week, more work than I expected him to get. Yeah, Denver's obviously we know a pretty bad defense against the run. It would be Flowers or probably Eckler for me. If Jacobs comes back, I'd play Jacobs, but I don't know if Jacobs is going to be in the lineup or not. So Eckler also just played this team a couple weeks ago. He yeah. had a rushing touchdown, five receptions. So yeah, he should be fine. Yeah, five I'm, I'm five, five yards of carry. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell, yeah. I like so, that. Eckler, um, Patty here picked two PPR: uh, Taylor, Jones, Zeke, Connor, Hubbard. Wait, which one is that one? Taylor. Yeah, John, oh, John, oh, John Taylor, Taylor. Aaron yeah. Jones, Zeke, James Conner, Chubhaber. I'm going to go – so with Zeke, you got to know if Ramondre Stevenson's playing. If Ramondre is out again, I mean, how do you go away from Zeke? He's been like one of the best running backs in fantasy football the last few weeks, right, John? Yeah. So uh, I mean, I, he's, he's, the PPR production for him has been solid. Obviously, he gets got in the end zone with that ridiculous play uh, the other day there. So right. I think it's all, all good there. I think you start – if if Ramondre plays, you start JT and Aaron Jones. If Ramondre is out, I think I would go with JT and Zeke. I do like JT this week. Yeah, I like Jonathan Taylor. He got the touchdown, didn't do too much after that. Aaron Jones was a monster last week. I mean, it, I, not hard to not like, um, you know, the way that he ran the football, got the workload uh, in that game. Uh, Packers have the Vikings this week. Tough run defense. Um, but, you know, Aaron Jones looked pretty, pretty damn good in that one as well. Um is my Christmas tree down yet? No, not yet. Or what about you, Coop? No, we have you know Kate, dude. She hangs on to Christmas for as long as possible. We yeah. still had we still get gifts yesterday on the twenty sixth, and uh, both our trees are fake. We have two trees, and they're both fake, so they stay up longer. If they were real trees, then you've run into the risk. That is actually legitimately dangerous because you have a tree that dries out. You know, gotta be real careful with that. So everybody out there with real trees, be real careful with that tree tree drying out. That's a fire hazard. All right. Did Jared say Tyrod good for Saquon? I agree with that. Better mm-hmm. for Saquon. Um, would you play uh, Lamar Jackson here over Purdy for Preston? Yeah, I'm going Lamar. I you can't. He's he's still got the rushing upside. You saw it. You know, had a pretty good play where he was scooting against the 49ers. I'm still going to go. I'm always going to go rushing upside. But Purdy is a great start as well against Washington. These guys are ranked like two, three, three, four for me. What do you think, John? Would you go Purdy against Washington? It's almost. It's, I mean, everyone can throw all over Washington. Yeah, I mean, I would. I have no problem with that play. But, I would go but you, you, you know, you're always you're obviously always worried about CMC getting the three rushing touchdowns, but he's also just as likely to catch a touchdown for Purdy and and, re, and just the, the talent there. So. so I so you think Purdy? I think I would still start Lamar. No, I'm going Purdy. Last Purdy. year, I know it's hard to say last year, but last year this Dolphins Ravens game was a shoe. It was. Wow. They, I think they both threw for like 500 yards, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude. Uh, I'm going Purdy though. Um, great calling Mullins last week. Running back Mullins or Kyler. I'm still going to go the Mullins. Right? You know what? I take that back. No Hawkinson and no Addison hey, potential this week. Kyler, baby, let's go. Yeah, I think it might be a Kyler Murray week. I'm gonna start if, if CJ against if, Philadelphia. If CJ Stroud doesn't play, I'm starting Kyle Kyler against you over Mullins. 
I think I'm going to stick with Mullins. I'm going to nope. stick with Mullins. Osborne and Jefferson are still better than anything that that uh, than that Kyler's thrown thrown there. So Kyler. Uh, let's see. Agonizing over Camaro Hall. Swift. Swift has the better matchup against Arizona. That he does. Um, Simeon dumbing down to Bryce Hall. Tougher match. Listen, much tougher matchup for Hall than yeah. uh, this week than he had last week. We'll uh, then stupid not to trust Camara. I heard you say yesterday, Coop, that Derek Carr is like one of your favorite uh, waiver wire pickups of the week. Yeah, I'm feeling good about Carr this week. I mean, back to back, three touchdown passing games, and now he's got Tampa Bay. Phil, I, I like it, man. What do you think? Uh, yeah, listen, I, I think that the uh, the Tampa Bay matchup is a pretty good one. So you just have to hope they actually throw to Alvin Kamara this week, right? Right. Like, well, exactly. Week, so I don't know. I, I think I would go Hall. You can't – in full PPR, you can't go away from Hall right now, right? I mean, he he had the one game yeah. where he caught one pass, but in every other game he's catching at least five, yeah, six Yeah, I mean, balls. the PPR is fine. I just don't – he's not going to have the same success running the football against Cleveland. So no, of course not. That's your big worry there. And, yeah, Swift keeps on getting killed by the tush push, man. The Philly – Philly push or whatever they call it there, brotherly push. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they, uh, it's hard to score when Jalen Hurts is getting the one yard run every single time. So, the butt, uh, the, short the thing, butt, good the butt punch this week. Uh, linchpin. Can I play the Jets D or should I pick up the Rams, Eagles, or Bears? Bears have the Falcons, Eagles have the Cardinals at home. Uh, Rams matchup this week, is, Giants and Tyrod. Yeah, I, I'm still playing the Bears this week. Yeah, like I'm going Bears. Bears. Bears have been good. They they gave up some junk junk points at the end of last week, kind of hurt the points, but they were they were holding strong for a while there. Uh, need to stream a quarterback other than Baker versus New Orleans, uh, other league. Baker versus New Orleans, Love versus Minnesota, Carr versus Tampa Bay, six point passing touchdown. I mean, listen, yeah. I like Baker. You know that he's been throwing the ball a ton. Got great wide receivers, so. Um, I, I'm going to just continue to roll Baker out there. Yeah, I'm going to go Baker too. Big Baker has 26 touchdowns this year, 26 touchdown passes, and Mike Evans has exactly half of them, 13. Another, another multi-touchdown performance for Mike Evans. I say it every Smart. week. If you're going to bet someone to have two touchdowns, it's like CMC and then like Mike Evans. Like Those yep. are the two that I would I would go for. Stud. Uh, championship week, uh, Purdy's layup. Oh, we did this one already. Uh, I'm going – also, what do we think of Keenan Allen? So we did. I said Purdy, you said Jackson. Thoughts on Keenan Allen if he plays? If he plays, I am playing him. Right. right. He's like, Keenan Allen. If so. he's good enough to play, then he's going to go for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juwan Johnson or Darren Waller? I'll go Waller. The thing is, Juwan Johnson did play 70% of the snaps this week, which is rare. The Most of the other games, he's a less than 50% snap share guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't like chasing touchdowns when he's not the only show in town. Like if he was get, if it was like Tucker Kraft getting all the snaps with Musgrave out and he's scoring touchdowns, then I say, okay, well, you know, he's going to get them. But with Foster Moreau and, and Jimmy Graham and Taysom Hill, he's not a guarantee to get all the all touchdowns right. there. Not to mention, he actually hasn't had more than 50 yards in the game all year. So Waller with Tyrod was working earlier this year. I'm going with it. I don't care. Uh, Jair Alexander has been suspended for a game apparently. So what did he do? Uh, Jared saying he messed up the pregame coin toss. So did he? Which I don't really know. So, so I did. They didn't mess it up. Calling the wrong heads or tails. Okay. So, oh wait. So did they have to kick off both halves? I mean, is that a suspension worthy play? Like you just messed up, made a mistake. That that's absurd to suspend him for that. Unless he he must have been just a huge jerk about it afterwards or something. But I don't know. Um, 
It's, uh, that is crazy. In, when I was in high school, that happened with us in a massive game where the and the refs asked like multiple times, and our captain said each time they deferred, and then so he I, what? Uh, yeah, so they deferred, and we said we wanted to kick, and the ref said, "Are you sure you want to kick?" And multiple times, our captain said yes, even though they they kept asking him, and we had to kick off both halves. So, yeah, terrible. Um, Osborne or Rice for Dan? I'm gonna go with Rushy Rice. He's I might have Rushy Rice ranked a wide receiver one this week. Uh, Toronto Dave, Deontay Johnson, or Jalen Warren? Deontay Johnson has been really struggling as of late. Like he his usage has been trending down on top of his his targets. I actually think I would go Jalen Warren. Um, but, 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 uh, Angie in here need one non PPR. Demarcus Robinson, Noah Brown, KG Osborne, McLaurin, Dobbs. Marcus Robinson, Noah Brown, KJ Osmond, McLaurin, Dobbs. Wow. I mean, I don't know, John. It, Tutu Abel came back, but Demarcus Robinson was still good. Yeah, good amount of targets and got the touchdown. So I think I personally, if CJ Stroud is playing, I think I would start Noah Brown. But okay, yeah, I mean, you know. I would agree if Stroud's in. I mean, that works yeah. for me. Otherwise, I might go Demarcus Robinson. Uh, Jamie wants to stream defenses here. I like the Bears over the Raiders for me. Yep, agreed. We like the Bears. Uh, Twitch gang in the chat, standard league. Twitch gang. Quarterback. He's got Baker, but Twitch would glasses. you drop to get – well, Russell can't drop to get Russell Wilson. He's been benched. Derek Carr, oh Minshew, or Mullins. No, nah, man, I'm sticking with Baker Mayfield here. Now we have Baker Ed. I And I like Carr, but I still have Baker and Carr. Yeah. And then we got another one, Kyler or Baker. I'm going Baker over Kyler for me, Michael. Um, especially, no, in six, especially in six-point passing. Yeah, even if Hollywood Brown plays, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Uh, in yeah. Philly, as a 10-point underdog, I'm good. Kyler is Kyler. There's only an argument for Kyler really in four point passing leagues where you yeah, do get he gets the, extra the, the rushing potential, but right. Baker's going to throw a ton here in the, in mm. the games. Three leagues, three championships. Rank these four: um, Stafford, Stroud, Tua, and Kyler. Well, mm. Kyler's not even in that equation. Yeah, though Kyler's last for sure. Stafford's got four straight weeks of twenty plus fantasy points. Going up against the Giants, rookie cornerbacks over right. there. I, I, I mean, it's I can't go two a one with the. I mean, what we just saw the Ravens defense do to the to the Forty ers the other day. So, yeah, not to mention like be, Waddle might, might not play. Yeah, and Stroud might not play. But if he does play, he's coming off of a concussion. Right. It might be Stafford to a Stroud Kyler for me. Yeah, I think that's, that's the way I go with that one there. Um, and if Stroud's in. I could maybe be swayed. What's the Houston matchup here again? Uh, Tennessee. I think I would go Houston. Stroud. I would go Stroud over Tua if he's in. Yep. So, uh, would I drop Waddle for Osborne? I don't think so. Did you, did no. you drop Waddle for if, if Waddle's ruled out, then yeah, if your championship's this week. Oh, but over, I, yeah. you can't drop him until he's officially ruled out. But if he's, yeah, if he plays, you got you to gotta play him here. Right. Um. Uh, trying to say the same thanks, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, or Rams. So, Chiefs get the Bengals, Raiders, keep, Raiders have the Colts, and I don't really love that matchup. Uh, Broncos have the Chargers, which I don't mind that one. And what's the last one, Rams? Yeah, who has the who has the Giants? I think I, I think I kind of like the Rams. What do you think, John? Um. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. I think that works. Um, but, but let's see. Next question here. Uh, Dan wants to know, can Cade versus the Patriots? What are your thoughts? The Patriots have been very good against the tight end. And Kincaid, he hasn't practiced in full since he got banged up with the shoulder and the thumb. They haven't practiced yet this week. But he, if he's limited again all week, then I'm just going to assume that he's going to continue to be limited in the games. So I really can't trust Kincaid, to be honest. Yeah, it's tough. Since Dawson Knox has come back, it's difficult right. to trust there. Chandler or CEH? I mean, listen, if Ty Chandler gets the, the Packers matchup, uh, it's a pretty good one. We told, we said last week, the Lions were going to be a tough go for Chandler. Now he scored right away, so he saved right. fantasy managers there, but that was not going to be a good matchup for him. It is a ba- much better matchup this week against the Green Bay Packers. Um, we don't even know if see if uh, Pacheco is out yet. I mean, he's in the concussion protocol. Uh, Chiefs have what do the Chiefs play this week? Uh, the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a, pretty, good a good for, it's pretty good matchup for him as well. Right. Coop, say Pacheco's out. Would you rather CEH or Ty Chandler this week? I think you have to go CEH again. If if Pacheco is out, you have to go CEH against the Bengals because there's no Jarek McKinnon either, and the Bengals have led – I mean, even Devin Singletary had 150 yards against the Bengals. You have to go that way. The thing is, Ty Chandler's still pretty good because as, John, you said, the coach said that when if Alexander Madison plays, it's for depth. Alexander Madison only played five snaps last week, so mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Madison either. I think they're – both good, but CEH as the full every down back against the Bengals is just too good to pass up. I agree with you. I mean, that Bengals, this is what I remember all fantasy offseason doing best ball drafts was all about week 17 stacking Bengals Chiefs for this for this right. shootout that was going to happen here. Now, no Jamar Chase, no, no Joe Chase. Burrow, no, you know, like exactly the match everybody thought it was going to be. But yeah. uh, if, you, if you stack this for your best ball championships, this is your this is your week. Uh, Funny how Bears, that happens, right? Bears or Raiders defense again going Bears for me here. Um, mm-hmm. Nico, Nico Collins, Corin Sutton, Cooper Cup, Devonta Smith, um, or Devonta Adams, I guess, rather, and Rasheed Rice. He kind of doubled up here. Need to pick yeah. three of this group Nico, Sutton. I don't think he's going to play Cup, I, Adams, and Rice. I think it's the last three, isn't it? I went back and forth on how to rank Cup. And Rashi Rice, and I did rank a couple one spot ahead of Rashi Rice. I'm starting the last three for sure. Yeah, yeah last yeah. three here. Uh, Tucker Craft for Kincaid. You got to, George, you got to keep an eye. And this is why we try and do start sits tomorrow if possible, because we don't have practice data yet for some of these teams. Like we have no information on Green Bay yet. So we don't know. Green Bay could have or not have Luke Musgrave, who was activated. To his his window was opened, but he didn't get activated. But he could be activated. If they have Musgrave, then I, I'm not going to start Tucker Craft. But they could. We don't know if they're going to have uh, Jaden Reed. We don't know if they're going to have Christian Watson. We don't know if they're going to have Dontavian Wicks. If all of those guys are out, it's easily Craft. Right now, I lean Craft, but the big one is Luke Musgrave. If Luke Musgrave starts, you're not going to start Tucker Craft. So you would have to go Kincaid in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's there's see. Been, there's been there's been five different spellings of Kincaid in the chat so far. Yeah, none of which are correct. <laughs> uh, how do you rank Higgins, Debo, Pittman, health permitting? Pittman did not practice today, still yeah. uh, in concussion protocol. Nakua and Ridley in PPR. So um, if, if 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 Pittman clears, he's he's easily he's either one or two with Debo. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, P- I got Puka Nakua ahead of him. Puka I would go. Be, yeah. I would Puka go Debo, Puka, Pittman, Higgins, Ridley. 
I mean, Pittman's been so good, and it's concussion protocol. So, I mean, like, if he's cleared, then he's cleared, and he should be playing the full game. Like, my worry, was. my worry is that they did clear him, and then he relapsed. And if he gets cleared again, he gets into a game, he gets hit. Yeah, how likely is the relapse? So, um, and I, I don't think that he's that much better than Puka or Debo in their current matchups either. Yeah, I, I guess it's close enough. I mean, Puka, you got to have in there no matter what. I think. Yeah, agreed with you. Um, just watch the Zaire Alexander video. I guess I have to watch the video. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. And yeah. then uh, Dan throwing in another Kincaid spelling that's, here. That's right. That that's the right spot. Classic Dan right here. Uh, or Taysom Hill, which is also your your worst nightmare. I love no, I love Taysom Hill now. Back to back, absolute face plants, dude. Yeah. If if anyone survived starting Taysom Hill in their tight end spot, their team must be a wagon. But I just told I've told people all along. I was like, I don't trust that guy three games in a row, and this is what it looks like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when it's bad, it's real bad. He had what two yards last week? He did. Uh, Coop, let's get to our game breakdowns. Before we do, let's talk about sleeper. Uh, sleeper picks right now. If you scan that QR code using promo code Vault3, you'll get a hundred dollar deposit match, hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars, or you can just go to fancealarm.com slash sleeper. It's got to be done from your mobile device. Sleeper HQ picks only available on their mobile app. And many of you use sleeper for your fantasy football league. So why not go check out uh sleeper picks today and take advantage of this awesome offer uh coop thursday night football jets browns we got a couple of picks on sale and a and a discounted pick as well yeah so the picks on sale are joe flacco 99 off so 0.5 passing yards i know the jets defense is tough but i think he can get that yard john assuming he plays so i'm gonna <laughs> go more on that one and then they did another one amari cooper Obviously, monster, historic game this past week. But he's going up against a tough Jets D. So they would have his number set at 58 and a half yards, but they're giving us a little discount. They want people to get in 21% off is what they're calling it. So 58 and a half down to 46 and a half yards. I think that, you know, the way he's been playing, even against this defense, I'd go more on that. So those are your... Those are your discount ones, right? I agree. I mean, listen, the Flacco is, you know, has just been throwing so much that uh, both him and Njoku are, are you know, finding ways to be elite. Uh, I saw that there was a, somebody put out uh, yesterday prior to Joe Flacco, Mari Cooper was wide receiver 33 uh, in PPR leagues. And Njoku was like wide receiver or tight end, like 12 or something like that. And since Joe Flacco and Njoku was tight end two, and Amari Cooper is like wide receiver five or something like that. Right. So somewhere in that range uh, with Joe Flacco. That being said, my pick for this week here uh, is going to be Joe Flacco over 0.5 interceptions because as much as he's been slinging it, uh, he's only got a 59% completion percentage and he has seven picks in those four games. So he's throwing a lot of touchdowns. He's throwing for a lot of yards and a lot of pass attempts, but he's throwing an interception in every game so far in each of the last two games. Uh, he has totaled five interceptions here. So the Jets secondary is still pretty good. I bet Joe Flacco gets picked off at least once here. Bingo. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man, because he's not afraid. You know what I mean? So he's definitely going to let it fly. Uh, it, you know, a lot of those throws, if you go back and watch highlights, were kind of 50-50 type balls, and Amari Cooper just brought them down. But mm-hmm. tougher competitors might uh, might be bringing those down instead. Uh, the one I'm going with, and I went with Thursday as well so we could load up this game, I went with Brees Hall. Uh, 29 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to go more on that one uh, simply because we know it's a tough matchup for the run, but he has been so involved in the past game. Besides the one game where he just 
you know, they lost 30 to nothing and he only caught one ball in all the other games. This guy's gotten, these are the last, the other games he's had 12 receptions, eight, six, seven, five. Uh, he's pretty much hit that number in all of them. Last week he had 96 yards and his longest reception was only 15 yards. So it's not like he even had like one big mm-hmm. one. Like he, he's just available for it. So I think Brees Hall is going to hit that 29 and a half. Give me more on that. I like it. All right. So those are our picks here today. Joe Flacco over 0.5 interceptions. Brees Hall, uh, more than 29 and a half receiving yards and a couple of picks on sale for everybody. Mari Cooper currently 21% off uh, for 46 and a half receiving yards. And then Joe Flacco uh, is their discount of the week uh, over half a passing yard. Go to fansarm.com slash sleeper or scan the QR code again on the screen to take advantage of the 100% deposit match offer up to $100. Coop, let's get back into uh, the game breakdowns here. Uh, Any final questions? Anthony wants to know, when does the FFPC playoffs open? Uh, once they, uh, they get set, you'll have an article coming out. I think next week, starting these up, right? Yeah, I'm going to do two articles. Uh, one, one I'm probably going to do for the end of this week. And then, uh, so I'm going to do two articles. The first one is just going to be on basic overview strategy. Uh, and I think that one at least is going to be free to everybody. And the second one, haven't decided. It might just be favorite for Fantasy Alarm members. We'll see on that. But then once the actual slate is set, I'm going to write one with actual players and teams and stuff. The thing yep. is, it's not open yet, Anthony, because the um, they don't they don't have the team set. But anybody out there, if you want to get set up, get your money in there, get a get a bonus deposit. We do have promo code Coop going right now, C O O P. And when you deposit thirty five bucks or more, they give you twenty five bucks. Uh, you can use it for the weekly ones in the meantime, but you want to make sure you're set up ready to go when that does open up. Agreed. Uh, and then George wants to know any kicker wrecks. What's what's your kicker rankings looking like here, Coop? Uh, so I put my kicker rankings in, but I always consult our good friend, Linda, who really, really hammers it down. And then I update my, I, I don't just copy her rankings, but I, I, I reach out to her and I say, Hey, why do you got this guy so high? Sometimes I change mine based on that. So for her, uh, you have Tampa Bay's kicker going right now. She has chase McLaughlin at 12. So not a bad option, but, uh, the, she's got, you know, Brandon Aubrey, Tucker, Moody, Elliot Sanders. Those guys are all probably rostered. Bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would look for Lucas Haversek. She also has Kaimi Fairburn as a uh, a pretty sneaky one at nine, especially if CJ Stroud goes. I'm getting Fairburn in there. So uh, that's a sneaky one to use. Uh, Anders Carlson, she also has ahead of McLaughlin if you want to check that out. But McLaughlin's not a bad play at all this week. Sure. Um, all right. Let's get into our uh, Brits saying, hey, what's up, Brit? What up, Brit? Uh, let's get into our game breakdowns here. We got the Jets, Browns. Browns are given seven to 36 and a half game total here. Uh, what are our thoughts on the Jets side uh, coming off of that game uh, where their offense, you know, really shone through against a very bad uh, Washington team, but their defense ended up giving, um, you know, giving it up there at the end. You know, uh, Jacoby Brissett came in, was able to move the football uh, on them. The Jets were ultimately able to pull off the win here, but, you know, much tougher matchup for them this week going up against Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, in fantasy championship week, I'm only using Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson or Jets D. Like I'm not, I'm not going there with Conklin. Obviously, not starting Lazard any of these other guys. If you need them, then do it. But again, not an ideal matchup. So what you saw from Brees Hall last week, there's a lot of people that might be 
getting a little cute, not getting cute, but like they might be thinking they're going to get the Brees Hall from last week. And I would be very careful over who you start them over. Obviously right. don't start them over guys like Kyron Williams and Rashad white or, or, or guys that have just been rock solid regardless, you know? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, on the Brown side, again, Amari Cooper has a tough matchup. Going to be dealing with Sauce Gardner. Uh, David Njoku, we know the Jets have given up some yardage to tight ends this season. Uh, and then you have to worry about the running back. You know, it is a good spot to run the football. Cream Hunt again got another rushing touchdown last week. How are you breaking down this Browns offense? Yeah, I hate the split because Jerome Ford – who would have guessed that Kareem Hunt, who has been the pass down back this entire time, that it would flip and Jerome Ford would become the pass down back and Kareem Hunt would get the goal line work? I really wish it was just Ford was the starter and Kareem was the backup, but that's not how they're doing it. And I would – so Amari Cooper, you know, it's hard to bench him after last week, but it's not a good matchup. I'm not starting Elijah Moore anywhere. I think in the vast majority of leagues you can find somebody better than Elijah Moore in this situation. And David and Joku, I will say – the Jets are they, they show up as a middle of the pack defense, but a lot of these touchdowns have come from you know Farrell Brown, 86 yard touchdown, Luke Schoonmaker scored a touchdown, Noah Gray scored a touchdown against the primary tight end. They haven't been bad. I mean, in Joku Logan Thomas scored last week. Logan Thomas, yeah, Logan Thomas scored, but I mean, is he even the primary tight end right now? Of course he is. But like David Joku, I think. When you go through and start doing your rankings, you can't rank them any lower than six or seven anyway. So you're probably going to start them. But if you're going between Injoku or another stud, might be might be a week to look at the other stud because just in general, the 35, 36 and a half point over under, that's not ideal. Right. Uh, we don't have a Monday night football game this week. We have a Saturday night, Saturday night Monday night football. Uh, we have Lions at Cowboys. Pretty fun night for primetime Saturday game here. Um, obviously we know uh, the Lions offense and what they can do with the football Cowboys, you know, they're reeling a little bit. CD Lamb still looking pretty good. What's your thoughts here? Dallas giving six over under 53 and a half here. Yeah. I used you, you start Laporta, but I have to say, I've been slightly concerned about one thing. The last two weeks he's been asked to block on seven and eight pass plays. Both games, 20% of the snaps pass blocking. That kind of hurts the ceiling. That's why I have him ranked. No, I think I have ranked like four this week. You know, you gotta instead of instead of two, I'm ranking them four. You know, you're splitting right. hairs, but that's been the problem for people wondering what's going on with Laporta. They're treating him like a true inline tight end, having him block a little bit. So I don't know. I wanted to ask you, John, Jared Goff, uh, where do you rank him this week in what could be a shootout? I mean, 53 and a half. Uh, obviously no mobility from him, but where do you put him? Where do you slot him in? Yeah, I mean, it's probably a back end QB one. Um, right. you know, I still like the offensive weapons that you can have there, but you know, the Cowboys pass rush is pretty elite. It's, it's going to be a pretty fun matchup between the Cowboys pass rush and this really good offensive line that Detroit has. So, right. you know, I always worry that if they do speed him up, we saw what happens, right? When Green Bay Thanksgiving game, they got after him. He was turning the football over because he doesn't really have that ability to get away yeah. uh, when these guys crash the pocket down. I'm mean, Ross St. Brown is obviously an elite play, but you question the secondary wide receivers. If you don't think Sam Laporta is in, in a good matchup here, then, you know, what's good? Who's going to make plays? Josh Reynolds, Jameson Williams, you know, um, they're going to have to lean on the running backs, I think, to really carry and protect Goff a little bit without getting him too exposed to that, um, you know, to the pass rush. But if Dallas goes out there and starts putting up points, then Goff's going to have to throw 40 plus times. So he probably sits in that back end QB1 range for me. Let me ask you Baker or Goff? Oh, Baker. Baker. Stafford or Goff? Stafford. Definitely Stafford. All right. So, yeah, Goff. You can probably find options out there. 
uh, Goff or Derek Carr? Um, so we just turned on my my Siri there. Uh, Goff or Derek Carr? Um, hey Siri, Goff yeah, or Derek Carr? Uh, probably Goff. Can good screen to turn off my Xbox scoop. You know? I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, and then on the Cowboys side, Pollard has struggled in the red zone. Fifteen carries at the goal line, only two touchdowns. I mean, who would have guessed, right? Uh, I don't know. If Rico, yeah, I don't know if Rico Dattle is the answer there either. Uh, Ceedee Lamb's obviously locked in. I'm seeing the numbers set for him at like a hundred yards for the for over unders, right? I mean, is that is that a well, sucker bet? No, bet? I don't mean. Yeah, I think anytime a wide receiver set at 100 yards, it's a pretty tough number to like confidently bet. But obviously, he's an elite. Um, and this is how you beat the Detroit uh, Lions. We talked about it last week. You got to throw on this team. You can't run on Detroit. So if they're just going to be dropping back and throwing the football a ton, um, we saw obviously, um, you know, uh, just Justin Jefferson had a really good game uh, last week against them. So elite wide receivers going up against Detroit here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see CD Lamb having a good game, but. You know, if you're in DFS, you know, showdown slates or playing like the Thursday, Thursday, Saturday or whatever, uh, Brandon Cooks, you know, going to be a pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I think he's solid, too. Yeah. And then Ferguson, you start him where, you know, he's he's he falls right in that category of like safe but boring. He's gotten eight targets every week. So, I mean, he's pretty safe. He's not going to, you know, break off like a 70 yard touchdown. But, uh, right. you know, you could do a lot worse than Ferg in this matchup. Certainly can. Uh, 1 p.m. Sunday games. They have that Dolphins-Ravens game. Ravens giving forwards a 47 over under. Uh, we know, obviously, Waddle's hurt. Tyreek's not at 100%. You got the running back situation. Mostert got knocked out of the game briefly. Did come back in. The Ravens just had, was it, five interceptions against the 49ers? Um, you know, what What are your thoughts here on the Miami? Miami on the road has not been very good this year. So Yeah, I kind of uh, like – I love betting the Ravens, and for a very specific reason – that they run the same offense that the 49ers do. Mm-hmm. It's very highly consolidated. And when you only have a couple of weapons, right, it's two wide receivers, a tight end, a fullback, and a running back, right? So it's the same setup. When you only have a couple of weapons, then the Ravens kind of figured out how to isolate and key in on the weapons and not worry about what the fullback's doing, not worrying about what right. these other guys are doing. This team is like a watered-down version of that. They're going to not worry about what Alex Ingold's doing. They're going to not worry about what Durham Smythe is doing. And if Waddle misses and, and Tyreek Kill's banged up, I mean, like, they're just going to do what they did to the, the 49ers and take away your best players. So I am a little worried about all these guys. Definitely worried about Tua. Uh, obviously, we're never going to start Durham Smythe. So right. I don't know. On the other side, Isaiah Likely, great matchup for him. Uh, in that middle-of-the-pack range, I actually – that's the difference maker for me. I look at Goddard and Ferguson and these boring guys, and I put Likely ahead because he has a better matchup. And I look at some of the high, the other risky guys like Likely and that have bad matchups, and I put them below the safe yeah. guys. So Likely's the one guy from that group that I do really like. Uh any any wide receivers not named Flowers you'd be willing to use anywhere, John, outside no. of DFS? I mean, they threw to Bateman. They gave OBJ some looks, but nothing consistent enough, they don't to, play enough. to really trust. And then the running back situation, hey, Gus Edwards ran for a touchdown again. So like, there he is, yeah. You know, uh, Justice Hill got some work. Edwards got some work. Edwards got the red zone to carry. That's what we are looking for out of him. So I can feel pretty confident playing Edwards. Uh, Patriots, Bills here. Bills at home, given 12. Obviously, New England upset Buffalo in New England earlier this year that's a 41 over under here um what are your thoughts on the patriots offense coming off that win demario douglas looked good Devontae parker uh, made some catches we haven't seen him make in a little while zeke obviously had the touchdown you know are the patriots gaining some momentum offensively here 
I almost want to, as a Patriots fan, I almost want to bet the Patriots to cover and root for them to lose because I feel like they, you know, they've already beat this team and they've they're they're not. That's the the real problem is they're not the worst team in the league. They're not the worst coach team in the league. And they have a really they, good defense. They, that's what I'm saying. They need to be. They need to figure out a way to be the worst team in the league to get a quarterback because when you have a defense that's good, that's missing two of its best players, mind you, right? Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez. Like the Patriots are not that far off from competing. If they were even just imagine if the Patriots had CJ Stroud, because that's what happened to the Texans. Like they were, they had some pieces, they hit on a quarterback, and, and now they're legitimately competing right away. Right. So if the Patriots were able to do that with the defense they have, right. then they can be back. So it's like if you're a Patriots fan, you have to root for them to lose. You have to root for Washington to win, for Arizona to win. Uh, nothing can be done about the Patriots. You have to wonder what would have happened in New England if they had started Bailey Zappi earlier in the year uh, instead of just like throwing right. him in in random second halves once Mac got pulled for like four straight games. Maybe they maybe they would be competing for a wild card spot here. Um, so you know. I'm starting if for if for fantasy purposes you want Ramondre to be out because then you can start Zeke Elliott. If Ramondre plays, I don't know if I want to start either, either of them because I don't know if Ramondre goes right in and takes his job back. I don't know what the splits like. I don't like sure. that. Uh, I will say for DFS purposes, you're not going to do this in your real leagues. But Mike Gusecki with Hunter Henry out ran 32 of 37 routes, scored a touchdown there. I mean. It, for DFS, where he's been priced, it's not crazy. But, yeah. but re- the reality is you might take a look at Pop Douglas in a real deep league. You're not starting anybody else. Yeah, the- Douglas and Doug- – I think Devontae Parker, if you do that again, actually has some merit. It be a DFS, of course. Sure. Or like a crazy deep league. You yeah, know? you're in a crazy deep league. But Pop yeah. Douglas is an all-format all, an all format play, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bills uh, – I mean, again, Patriots defense is good. Bill knows how to defend this team, it seems like. Um, you know, what are we doing with the running back situation – uh james cook obviously a tough spot they activated leonard fournette mm-hmm. uh latavius murray didn't have any carries in that game fournette i think at five i think it was so um seemingly fournette is the backup running back here uh stefan diggs you know going to be double covered in a lot in this game uh how are you approaching the offense for buffalo yeah so in my rankings over on fantasy alarm i rank them for standard half ppr and full ppr James Cook is one of the – some players I just are ranked at the same spot no matter what. Christian McCaffrey is one no matter what, right? A lot of the tight ends, they don't move as much because, you know, there's a couple guys like Hunter Henry or Taysom Hill that are really touchdown dependent, but most guys don't move all that much. James Cook is one of the players with the biggest disparity between where he's ranked in my standard rankings versus where he's ranked in my full PPR rankings because in standard, the Patriots are the number one team versus the DVOA. We – in DVLA versus the run, we just watched them hold Javante Williams to what, like two yards of carry last week? I know he got in the end zone, but that was more circumstance than it was him right. having a good game, right? Uh, but James Cook is so featured in the pass game that in PPR, you have to look around and say, okay, well, you know, if he's going to catch five, six passes, which against the Patriots in the past, right, over the middle, John, he's carved them up pretty routinely. Mm-hmm. You have to, you, you, you can't move him outside the top, even 12 or 14 or 13. So, be mindful of that. In PPR, he's still a good play. In standard, though, and maybe even half PPR, definitely not as good a play as he's been lately. Gabe Davis. That is a your journey to go on. I am <laughs> DFS for sure because, I mean, at any given time, he can have the Gabe Davis game. And we know the Patriots like to take away your best player, which is Diggs. So, I mean, he could do it. But, I mean, you go, four, he has four games over the last – few weeks where he didn't catch a single ball so yeah you can't trust him he's gonna he's at two weeks he's gonna finish the season with like 850 yards and like nine touchdowns the next week every next year everybody's gonna be like oh 
You know, Gabe Davis is your your you know, mid round grab here. So I will say, Britt called that one. She was she was like half joking, but also not joking when she said Gabe Davis this week is the guy that's going to you know come out of nowhere and surprise people, and he certainly did. So I don't know. I just I I'm I don't have the stones to do that one. I if you made the fantasy championship, you probably didn't start Gabe Davis last week. You probably don't have Gabe Davis on your team, so it's not really a question most people have to ask themselves. Agreed. Let's uh, answer. Let's clean out a couple of these questions here. Yeah. Uh, Henry Ford Williams for flex play and standard for our jam. Henry Ford Javante. I mean, I personally, I still like Henry in standard. I know he had the bad matchup last time, but that's where I'm going. Um, and then I'll probably start Ford against the Jets because that's a good matchup for running backs. I okay. probably I'm going to bench Javante with a Jared Stidham at quarterback going up against. Yeah, who knows like how much he plays? All right, they may go. Right. McGo- Jaleel McLaughlin got carries last week, so if you're going to tank, if you're going to, the thing is the the Broncos technically aren't eliminated from the playoffs, but the you know five thirty way to go now five thirty eight says that the odds are like six percent or something. Yeah. So so virtually uh, eliminated, but technically not. Three of these in a PPR: Kamara, Gibbs, Hall, Henry Ford. You're definitely playing Kamara and Gibbs. Uh, and you like who? Here? Oh, it's full PPR. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Mixon or Pollard? Gotta go Mixon, I think, right? Mixon, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's gotta go Mixon there. Pollard's tough matchup against uh, Detroit here. Seller started Gabe Davis. Of course he did. I, not surprised at all by that. Uh, Falcons, uh, Bears. Bears giving three at home, 30 and a half here. Uh, Falcons offense. What are your thoughts? Uh, BJ Robinson actually had a pretty good game for like PPR standards. We had eight yeah. catches. Uh, in that one, uh, but it was a 31-yard run by Tyler Algier for the touchdown. Yeah. Pitts looked pretty good. How are we attacking look, the Falcons Pitts, side of this game? Pitts looked great. Uh, so besides the washout game in Carolina, if you take the three games there, he's run 90% of the routes or more in all three games. Besides that washout Carolina game, which I don't even count because the rain was so crazy, Pitts is back to being a full-time player. I don't mind Pitts at all. I got him in the middle of the rankings. He's the one that – Basically, I ha- I looked at the middle, you know, the the middle of the pack guys, and likely with his matchup is here. And then it goes Ferguson and Goddard, who are the boring guys, and then Pitts and Waller, who are the high risk, high reward guys. But I wouldn't blame anybody for starting Pitts over Goddard or Pitts over Ferguson if they wanted to, because the upside is there. I mean, he's a yeah. tremendous athlete. And now he's playing a ton. Same thing with Bijan. Same thing with Drake London. You could start those guys with the Bears. You know, you start DJ Moore because the way he's playing. Yeah. Cole, Cole Komet, you have to keep an eye on the knee, but he's an okay play against the Falcons. It's a good matchup. Running backs, it's a dangerous game. And yeah. I want to get Roshan had a good week. Yeah, yeah. Roshan, uh, definitely in PPR, Roshan, he's getting those looks. For you, John, where were you putting fields? So we talked about guys like Baker Mayfield and Goff and Stafford. Does he go ahead? I know you have Stafford in another tier from them. Yeah. Where does he fit amongst players like that? Um, he's probably in the middle, somewhere in like the five to eight range, probably. Because yeah, so mobility it, is is too elite to yeah. ignore, right? So right, right, right. So Stafford ahead, and then maybe, and then he put him ahead of Goff and Baker. Yeah, him ahead of Goff. I'd probably put him ahead of Baker. Yeah. Okay. So Fields is like, if you have Fields, he's likely in your lineup. There you go. Yeah, agreed. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, we had a Dak or Purdy here. I'm gonna go with Purdy uh, over Dak for me, and then Waller or Fryer with for you, Coop. Fryermuth didn't catch a single pass last week, my man. He's and he didn't run all the routes either. It's unless Kenny Pickett's the quarterback, it's Waller. Uh, Titans versus Texans. I had 100% Chicken Conquo in my lineups last week at 4% DFS. That worked out pretty good. But what are your thoughts on the Titans' offense this week? Yeah, I don't mind. 
like like I said, I don't mind Derrick Henry. I know some people are scared. I mean, there are probably better options, but uh, I don't mind Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins quietly on pace for a thousand yards. And say what you will about what it's looked like and for fantasy and this and that. There were definitely teams out there that could have used DeAndre Hopkins. The Bills could have used DeAndre Hopkins, right? There's a lot of teams right now with injuries that would absolutely love to have had DeAndre right. Hopkins. So, you know, he's still a fine play. And then Chig's usage has gotten better as of late. If Tandle's a quarterback, he's not a bad look at all. I moved him up. He's kind of a fringe tight end one range, honestly. Yeah. Six six catches for 63 and a touchdown last week. And the thing is, this guy's fast. Four five two forty, same as George Kittle. At some point, he's going to you – know, over the next two weeks – wouldn't be surprised if he broke off a big play. So, uh, and then Texan side, CJ Stroud wheels up if he goes. He's just been too good. Uh, Dalton Schultz, did, you know, the, he did all right against the Titans last time, so you can start him if you need to. Still boring kind of player. Uh, what are your thoughts on Devin Singletary in this one? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing anybody against the Titans right now. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on Jeffrey Simmons. He hasn't played the last couple of weeks, but if he plays, then that's definitely a no Singletary situation for me. Uh, we got about five minutes left here, Coop. Let's uh, let's give me one give, give me one take on each of the next games here. Raiders, Colts. Okay. What's your one key takeaway? I mean, if Michael Pittman doesn't go, Josh Downs played his biggest snap share of the season last week, and I think you know there's potential there, especially in full PPR. Okay, and Samir White looked pretty good. If he's in again, I'll go there for me. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, Jacksonville. What do we think? Trevor Lawrence, as we know, we are waiting to find out his status. Uh, Evan Ingram, I think is the he's the one that I'm I'm not moving him down. Whether it's Bethard, whether it's not, because he is actually since Christian Kirk got hurt, tied for the most receptions out of the slot of any player. He's tied with Ceedee Lamb for receptions out of the slot, more yeah. than Cooper Cup, more than Amon Ross St. Brown, and C.J. Bethard out of mind. So he, everyone else takes a hit if if Lawrence is out. I'm not moving uh, Ingram for where I have him ranked, which is right around ten and five. Uh, Rams Giants here. It's pretty much a full go for everybody on the Rams, except for Tyler Higby. You seem, yeah, Tyler Higby. He's been losing snaps to Davis Allen. He already wasn't trustworthy, so yeah, don't love that. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. I'll tell you this: Darren Waller with Tyrod Taylor earlier this year was very good. His his snaps are up. I mean he he didn't he didn't have a great game, but he still got five targets. Darren Waller is a guy. If you lost if you lost T.J. Hawkinson. Darren Waller better not be on your waiver wire. Sure. Uh, Cardinals, Eagles, Eagles are home, 10.5-point favorites here again. I don't like anybody in Arizona. So I know they've struggled against tight ends, so McBride probably going to be a popular play for DFS again this week, but I'm not trusting much on that offense. Uh, what's your thoughts on this matchup, Coop? Yeah, McBride in full PPR. He's much better in full PPR than he is standard, I'll tell you that, because he's the kind of guy that goes out and catches like seven, eight balls for like 30, 40 yards. So that's the thing is I have McBride at tight end two in full PPR, but in standard I have George Kittle at. Different players, right? Different they, they, they offer different things. So you have to keep an eye on that type of stuff. But you're probably starting him in redraft. On the other side, what's going on with A.J. Brown, John? That's your boy. Uh, he's they're just throwing to Devonta Smith. I mean, they got a, they had some opportunities to get AJ Brown the football last week, and they did get him the football down the stretch of that game late. But you know, they're they get in the red zone, it's just tush push time, or or Devonta Smith's been uh breaking free here. So, um, it's it's kind of the way uh the way it's been working uh for, for him. sure. Um, Saints Bucks, give me your one key takeaway there. I mean, I'm both these quarterbacks are appealing to me. So I've got situations where if you lost your quarterback, your quarterback got benched, Derek Carr available in a lot of leagues, or if you have Baker, where do you have Baker ahead? Uh, why don't we just hit the questions in the chat and then jump out on this one? Yeah, you got, you got Bender, uh, you coming up next, CEH or Hubbard. I'm going to go CEH there uh, mm -hmm. for JC. 
Um, let's see if Stroud plays with Noah Brown or McBride. What are your thoughts? I'm going McBride. Okay. And then obviously Ingram is the Jags offense. That is true. true. All right, everybody. Good luck in week 17. Go tune into Alarm Fantasy Football next. Link to the chat. Hang out with Bender and Coop for the next hour. Get your questions answered as they break down all the week 17 news you guys got to have. Uh, we'll talk to you Sunday. Till then, everybody. Good luck.